listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story is from Elise Fernandez. Elise told the story of the time she started a bar brawl during Secret Santa. This week, I sat down with Becca Brown to hear a couple nasty stories from their childhood. Here's Becca Brown. Okay, well, firstly, we've just been talking about toilets. Yes. We've been talking about butt pimples. Yes, I have a huge pimple in my ass. Big announcement. <laughs> or it's not even my ass. It's like literally underneath the cheek. That's the worst. Biking is a nightmare. That's the worst. And it's irritating it, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. Like the biking itself. My life is really hard, so. <laughs> it sounds like only bad things happen to you. <laughs> um, I, my boyfriend and I are at the point in our relationship where like we are like actually like excited to pop each other's back knee. Oh, I love, yeah. Isn't, I feel like that's like really gross, but then I like hear that a lot of people do it and I'm like, okay, we're not special. <laughs> um, but Anyway, I just I think was... it is a sign of close. Like, yeah, it's intimate. I love popping zits, but Me too. like, and I thought I liked popping anyone's zits, at, but I, like, when people have been like, "Oh, get this one on my back," I'm like, Ugh. but like, yeah, Toller's back. He, it's like a problem because he hates. He doesn't want them popped, and I can't seem to stop yeah. myself. But I like. I love popping zits because, like, especially when you can, like, hear it. Like, oh, yeah. that's, like, my, that, like, is kind of, not a kink, but it definitely is, like, so satisfying oh, yeah. for me. Like, Deeply. in a kind of, like, ASMR kind of way. I don't watch the videos, though, because those are, like, extreme. I'll watch, I'll watch <laughs> but, um, I was, like, I buying a black. I is satisfying, though. Like, the big cysts and stuff, it's, like, it's, like, the major leagues. I'm, like, it's, I like, don't the main re- event. Yeah, I don't care about that. I don't need to see that. But I do, um, do you get them on your pussy? I can't, like, like, I don't know, I constantly get ingrown hairs on my puss. I get razor, like, or not razor burn, but, like... The little bumps that have, like, a hair in it. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I I don't know the scientific word for those. (laughs) I I don't know, are they cysts? I have no idea, but those make riding a bike not great either. Not good at all. I get them, like, right by the edge of my vulva, and, like, they're called... Bartholin gland cysts. Have you heard of this? No. Some I've never had this, but I know I follow the Instagram account of a girl who like she had one that was like the size of an egg that she had to get lanced. Do they like poke it? I don't know. They like they like fully. There. I just um, for the listeners, there is a fly just like in my face. (laughs) Big green ones too. They're scary. Meanwhile, the cat's sitting here and doing nothing. That's your one job in the house. <laughs> He's very lazy. Doesn't contribute to rent at all. That's um, never buys toilet paper. Rude. What a bad roommate. God. <laughs> um, no, but um, she actually her Instagram is great because she talks about like vaginal health a lot because she's like had a bunch of problems with it, and she talks about it in such a, like a cool way. Like if you're ever in New York. You should have her on the podcast for sure, because I'm sure she would talk about her giant egg-sized cyst. Good lord. Um, yeah, her Instagram account is at what's wrong with Molly Margaret. It used to be what's wrong with my vagina, but she like got censored and like taken down, so oh, she yeah. changed it. Um, but yeah, she's awesome. Anyway, okay, so I was telling Jenna that I have like no like long stories but I do have like storylets like little <laughs> little baby stories vignettes. Vignette. <laughs> vignettes of my life like a vignette a collage of like 
first of all, I'm the most disgusting person alive, I feel like, all the time. Um, <laughs> and I was, like, meditating and praying on, like, what I should tell um, you all. And I feel like there are, like, three that stick out in my mind. So when I was in seventh grade, this is, like, my second time getting my period. And I used to take guitar lessons at my um, my guitar teacher's, like, apartment. She had, like, a cool, like, loft situation in, like, Ukrainian village. And all of her chairs were, like, gorgeous upholstery. <laughs> and I was, I was a Catholic school kid, so, like, I had a uniform, which was, like, a skirt. And um, I'm wearing, like, the pad that's, like, an overnighter, like, diaper, because I didn't know, like, what oh, the... My I mom basically, those. like, made me wear it, yeah. and she wouldn't let me wear tampons yet, um, which I think is ridiculous, because I, I had the book. straight into tampons. I had the book, and I knew how to put one in. You I know what book I'm talking about. I did got halfway in, couldn't... I was like, these are uncomfortable. I... <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm rocking one of the ones that you put in with your finger, which I think is oh, disgusting. I hate them. I never get it in right. I need the, like, plastic thing to, like, guide me. See, now that, now that I've been doing the Diva Cup, when I do those OB ones, it's, like, not a problem. I'm like, this is, like, compared to inserting the Diva Cup, it's really, like, it's like, and then... <laughs> the Diva Cup is bad for me. I, um, I, I have, not to brag, but, like, the tightest little pussy in the entire world so like okay. it's, it's really <laughs> I know um it's yeah it's it's like a blessing and a curse because <laughs> um putting in a tampon literally hurts um oh really That's yeah nice. it's bad but um when I was before I real before I knew this and did you know that like diva cups can like suck out an IUD I that's what I keep hearing it's not a myth it happened it happened How does it to suck me. It, out? it just like pulls. It, if you pull out the diva cup with like the amount of gusto that I, for example, did, does like it like open up your cervix. I don't get. How I it... think the suction can just like wow. pull it down a little bit. And then I was also at the time that I had the IUD, like dating somebody with a ginormous dick. Also brag. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> and he like knocked it out. Like he kind of like displaced it and then the diva cup like dislodged it even more and then like there was a day like where a pinata like a little pinata <laughs> and then I like yeah it just like kind of I, I could see the strings like sticking out and then you uh, pulled it out I pulled it out oh myself. my god yeah wow and I haven't gone back since I have the I had I had the arm one and then I got the arm one taken out did that hurt to get in yeah because and it hurt the, worse to get yes. it out because they have to carve it yeah, see the idea of just feeling it under the skin on other people. Like, it's that bad. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. It made like when I would like push, like feel it and brush up against it, I would like get nauseous. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like when you're giving blood and you can like feel blah, the blah, needle. Yeah, yeah. Yuck. So I got that one out like a couple months ago because it was having like a really bad conversation with my antidepressants, um, and so now I'm on nothing, and that's. How do you feel? I feel terrified. Oh, because <laughs> like. I, I don't know. I've just, I've been having fully, like, unprotected with my boo because, like, I'm in a monog, I'm in a monogrelish and, like, I feel like <laughs> it's fine. Like, we're, you know, pulling out and stuff, but, God, I said the sentence aloud the other night, like, it's just such an inconvenience to be covered in cum, and then... It is yeah, hard to wipe off. I was, like, backstage with um, Spencer Toodle, and she goes, yeah, but would you rather be pregnant or covered in cum and I was like honestly 
covered in cum. Um, but it would wait. be nice if there's a middle ground, though. There is no middle ground. <laughs> Plan B is the middle ground. Um, but it's expensive. Um, where where was it? Was that? Oh, the guitar teacher. Oh. Guitar teacher upholstered um, school uniform. Uh, and then pad. So I'm wearing this like diaper sized pad and I can feel like a biblical gush. And I'm just like, it literally felt like raspberry jam was like slithering out. (laughs) And I, um, yeah. And I feel it happening and I'm like sitting there like playing like classical like (laughs) guitar. And I'm like, freaking the fuck out the less she's like all right your mom's here like lesson's over and I'm like sitting in the chair I know that like I can just tell like my I guess intuitive reason is telling me that like this chair is like ruined and I'm like I can't get up my legs fell asleep (laughs) guitar teacher's like okay (laughs) and then um like I I get a text from my mom and she's like come on like we're running late and then I'm like okay bye Julia and I like run fucking down the stairs and then I get in the car um my legs are like fully like covered my like under thighs are just covered in blood um I sit down on my mom's leather car seat luckily it was leather not cloth and um I'm like in the ride home like feeling myself literally like squish and slide around like the car and then I get up and um get out of the car and my mom's like oh my god like and then as like I'm getting out of the car she's also getting a call from my guitar teacher being like hey like she could have told me that she was on her period I would have been like able to help her <laughs> and it, it just like I was like oh god like in my mind I was like maybe she won't notice <laughs> but no she like, no, absolutely was, was just covered her gorgeous chair with my raspberry jam blood <laughs> Um, that was, like, the most disgusting, like, I don't know. There are, like, times where I, like, take out, like, if I'm doing the Diva Cup or if I'm, like, whatever, take out a tampon and it's just, like, there's, like, blood clots on it. I'm, like, did I have a miscarriage? Like, straight. I fully had, yeah. When I was in high school, this thing came out. Yeah. I don't know what it was to this day. And I, I was, like, I almost was, like, should I show this to my mom? It was so big. (laughs) I was like, I'll just flush it down the toilet. <laughs> but it was when the first, like, hill I got on when I was in high school, so I was, like, 17, was the, like, three-month one. I don't know why I started with that, where you take, you're supposed to have your period every three months, and and so then when the first period came, it was, like, a humdinger. I was, like, no. like laid me out. I wouldn't and want that. that thing came out. No, I don't know why... It was just one of those things where the doctor was like, you can do it, why not do it? And I said, okay. Are you on birth control? Are you on Copper? No, the Lyletta. Oh my gosh. I love all the names. Yeah. Lyletta, Skyla, Marina, Marina yeah. and Kylina. Is that one too? <laughs> Kylina oh is like Christ. one of those like Utah girls' names. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? The, like, <laughs> the mom who like names her kids and like she always... Or that's their like those? Australian shepherd. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and she like has those like pictures and it's like... Uh, welcome to the family, like, Brayden with, like, three E's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a silent Y in Yeah, there. right, always. Always there's, like, a silent Y or, like, oh, God. And the names are, like, Taisley, Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> How did you Chansley. That? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just threw a bunch of Scrabble letters down the stairs and just, like, saw where they landed. Yeah. <laughs> All vowels and then let's throw in a couple Ks and then we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, 
I think Wait. it's so funny the copper one is Paragard. Paragard, yeah. All the other ones are these little... Lalila. It's like fruity little, yeah. Lulila. Paragard. <laughs> <laughs> I have an appointment tentatively to get the Paragard because I am actually freaking out and like afraid that my like boyfriend's yeah, going to impregnate me. Yeah, it would be in the mind, yeah. He like literally, like I, I, sometimes when I like have sex and I'm like coming I like lose myself a little bit and I'm just like come inside me <laughs> I'm just so irresponsible and fucking stupid like so song. the literally the other night like this happened songs. and like as he like pulled out he goes I think I literally just impregnated you and I'm like that's like the hottest thing you've ever said to me <laughs> it's like designed to like feel good I think come <laughs> inside you scientifically like, I'm not a doctor but like I'm diagnosing myself <laughs> um but no, we we went and got the the jizz kill pill as we lovingly know <laughs> it now. <laughs> it's like what is it like forty five bucks? How much does it cost? Plan B. Um. So there's like Plan B is like the like mainstream oh, yeah. like popular brand. Mm-hmm. Like that's like Marina is to like I think like Tammy. There's also Tammy is another Stop IUD. It. Yeah, that's like the, that's like the I one want, that I has want, like, like the claws. Barb IUD. I want like the, the dab. <laughs> She just gets in there, gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> she wears, Deb wears a flannel for sure. Yeah. I feel like Kylina like, wears like only Fashion Nova. <laughs> um, and like Marina's kind of like um, the like businesswoman section in Target. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Pro yeah. Pro-dog. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, the, the um, oh my God, what was it? Yeah, okay, so there's Plan B. And then there's one called Take Action that's ten dollars less. Oh, gotcha. I think it's like forty. Oh, that's still a lot. Yeah, that's fine. Usually, like we'll like we'll go in like you know split it. <laughs> Dutch treat. Dutch treat. <laughs> um, romance, modern romance. Oh, modern romance. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I've been. That's like, that I think is actually like maybe one of the grossest. But then like, I feel like I have to talk about this okay here's my other one i used to pick my nose wipe them on the wall like behind my bed and um oh the image of this is so much and it was usually like usually they would be clear but then there were sometimes like the big like yellow ones like that are like fucking nasty and i also i have very bad allergies and i always have so like my i was like a very boogery kid And I would, like, I hated blowing my nose for some reason because I felt I like it would it give me headaches. Um, and it tickles. And it tickles in a bad way. Yes. So, like, I would just, like, dig and, like, why? And I never do it in front of people. I'm not a fucking, like, because dis- I'm, I'm a Leo, so I like to be pretty in public. But then, like, I feel like something else in my chart, probably my, like, Lilith and Aquarius, like, makes me disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. I just learned what a Lilith was today. I... So I'm it's so like your dark side. Oh. Oh, because isn't she like the devil? I guess. She's like the devil's wife or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. But anyway, I would like pick them, wipe them, and like the collection like grew to a point where like I couldn't like hide it behind the wall anymore, so I had to kind of like go up a little bit. And my dad like once like came in to like Ugh. clean something. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and he like saw the fucking like booger collection on the wall. <laughs> And he fucking flipped out. My dad is um, a New York Jew, and he's, like, he's a rageaholic a little bit. So he was like, Rebecca, what the fuck is this shit? Like, and I'm like, I'm five. Uh, (laughs) No, I was not five. I was definitely, like, seven or eight. Um, I'm going to call myself out right there. 
call-out culture. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, uh, I didn't do it. Like, <laughs> Someone else has been sneaking into my room and wiping their boogers on my wall. But literally, that's like the kind of lies I would tell. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, he basically, he goes, like, all right, well, your punishment is you have to, like, take a lick of it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is there, like, another option, like, I could take? And he was like, you either lick it or you don't get to watch Grease for a week. And I, like, really love the movie Grease. <laughs> and I would watch it, like, parts of it every day. And so, I, you know, I went ahead and I what licked, just took a little lick. And then I cleaned it off. Like, he, he, like, gave me paper towels and some... Like I'll really or some shit. the paint a little. Probably. <laughs> Grease was really, Grease was really cool. It's formative for me. I remember, I watching that when I yeah when I was probably like eight and really being like, who is this John Travolta guy? <laughs> and so that was like the first movie I'd ever seen him in. Like I hadn't seen many movies at all, and I remember being like, who is like, I was like asking my mom about John Travolta, and then like. Well, but we didn't have the internet, so I'm like, I don't know how I saw a picture of him, like, at the time, and I was like, oh, like, <laughs> I was like, what happened to him? Okay, so, on our live show, we put on slips of paper for the audience to uh, write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories, um, and, um, okay, I will begin. My ex-boyfriend got really drunk at a party one night. He threw up before he got back home, and I figured that was the end of it. Unbeknownst to me, he threw up again in the middle of the night all over himself. In the bathroom, thankfully. In the morning, in an attempt to make him feel better, I proceeded to go down on him. I noticed it smelled a bit and asked if he'd thrown up on himself. Uh, He denied it, and I was a really good girlfriend, so I continued until I saw visible chunks on his thigh. I wish when he admitted the truth. Ew. Better believe we dated for nine more months. Oh, Yuck. God. Chunks. Fucking drunks. Also, like, take a, just, why don't you take a shower? <laughs> Fucking chunks and drunks. Chunks. That, honestly, though, I have definitely, like, puked on a dick and then lied about it and then, like, <laughs> ate one of my own puke chunks. <laughs> this is Wait, like, like so he didn't when I was notice? drunk. He didn't notice. He Dude, literally was oh, like, "Oh my god, you're making me so like fucking hard." Like, <laughs> I think we were both pretty drunk when that. <laughs> it was like five years ago. I also like on the way to his place remember distinctly because I had been working. This is when I was working at Revolution, and it's just like free beer all the time. They made this like barrel aged or not? Yeah, it was like barrel aged in gin barrels. Um, of their, like, wit beer. So it tastes like orange and, like, gin and also, like, cookies somehow. But I have, like, three of them, and they're, like, 11% or something crazy. And, like, as I'm, like, and I also smoked weed. And, like, anytime I smoke weed and drink, I'm just, like, I'm out. And I'm, like, I have to get home immediately. Yeah, you gotta get the order right on that. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, I'm sober now. (laughs) Okay. Should I read this one? Yes. I was serving Obama at a White Sox game, and his private suite was so hungover I threw up on him. Secret Service quickly took me out. Congratulations (laughs) to you. A brush with history. That's what that is. Be telling your grandkids about that one. History Um, has its eyes on you. (laughs) 
Um, okay, I, uh, okay, like I said. I, I sharded while shopping in the H&M on State Street. I needed to double check to see if it was shart or fart. So I put my hand in my pants in a vacant aisle. It was shart. <laughs> <laughs> I had poo on my finger, so I wiped it on a shirt. <laughs> I think I started crying and found a bathroom to wash up. Then I bought my favorite cup. So it's a a happy happy ending. ending. (laughs) (laughs) Not for uh, those H&M employees, but... (laughs) That's so gross. Okay. I had a shitty drunk roommate who would go into blackouts and rain terror around the apartment. One day I got home late because I had to stop for tampons at the store. He grabbed the box, opened it, and started breaking them. He yelled, fuck you and your pussy pampers. I laughed in his face, picked one up, and shoved it in his mouth later when he passed out. Was it used? The oh, one that you shoved I never in his even mouth? thought about it. I think it was just, just one of regular. the broken ones, but he deserved to get a used one in his mouth. Yeah. Ugh. Rude. Gross. Rude behavior. And also very seems to be very limited understanding of uh, tampons and vaginas. Pussy products. <laughs> yeah. It is isn't that weird though, it's like yeah, like people don't really unless you have to know, they don't know. Like they should know, right? No. Oh, yeah. they work? Yeah. Uh, yesterday I was out of tam- tampons and Josh was like on his way to my house. And I go, oh, while you're on your way, could you grab some tampons? I took a picture of the box. And he goes, I have one in my bag of yours. Is, do you need more than one? And I'm like, yes, you <laughs> fucking moron. That's what my roommate. What do you think? I just wear that yeah. for the entire period? That is what my roommate thought. He said, he said, wait, all right. Don't you use them like a cork? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yes, I plug it up and I don't pee for five days. I mean, days, wouldn't that be five nice? Five to seven. It would be nice. If it didn't work like a cork, I would like that, but <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to work that way. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, okay. While, while on a trail work crew on the Appalachian Trail... I pooped my pants wearing a thong and had to bury them. <laughs> no. I like to think of the people that were, like, hiking their necks and their dog dug that up and ran around with it. Oh, God. <laughs> you're supposed to you're supposed to leave it like you found... Or what do they say the, with camping stuff? It's like... What? There's, like, something that people that camp... You're not supposed to bury your, your thongs in the woods. <laughs> it's because of animals? No, you're just... It's just, like, you're to be... Oh, I really... I can't believe I fucked this up so bad. It's just, like, to, like... It's, like, a mantra for, like, leaving the woods the way you found them. Is that what I just leave? I thought that's, like, babysitting. Like, when you babysit, you, like, leave the house looking better. Oh, I thought you meant the kid. I was like, I hope so. <laughs> they, like, leave the, the house looking, like, cleaner than it was when you got there. Leave no trace. That's what it's called. Ah, uh, okay. That took me a long time. But it that's is. just... It's, like, don't leave garbage <laughs> in the woods, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I really could sense. not have uh, fucked that up any harder, but... Leave no trace. Um, I camp. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I I hike. Just kidding. I hate hiking. Um, Now, this one is specifically written on a, like, server's little, like, guest check sheet. Um, Just want to point that out. Going (laughs) against form, which is interesting. Um, I had my first foursome and had to chug red wine to build up the courage to participate. As I was going down on my friend... I had to run to the bathroom as throw-up began leaking from my mouth. I didn't make it to the toilet, but after cleaning myself off, I came out of a room full of everyone previously doing sex, fast asleep, so I left. 
Um, have you ever done group? Yes. Well, not group. Like three. three so yeah. Uh, I've done three. It's like too much, I think. I think so, too. Too many limbs. Too many bodies. And the only time, it's always like when you're like, just, yeah, blacked out drug. Why else would you? Yeah. Why else would you be a t- It's like, it's like when people like try a backflip where you're like, the only time you're brave enough to do it is you're so drunk that you shouldn't do it. Yeah. I did one sober and it was not fun for me because the couple was drunk. It's like why I'm never going to, I don't think I'm ever going to do this again. Um, but you know, who knows? Um, There's so many variables when you add a third so person. So many. And I've never done one where like I was like a member of like a couple and we like were we found a third like I've always been the third mm-hmm. um and it's usually like a married couple who like the girl is like obviously gay and like oh. bored with her marriage or whatever um yeah anyway that's neither here nor there <laughs> that story though reminds me of like maybe like my first tinder date ever when I was in college and this guy got so drunk that um I like went into the bathroom to like freshen up before we hadn't even kissed yet at this point I like go into the bathroom and I come back out into the room he's like passed out naked like on his bed and we hadn't even kissed like he was like fully nude <laughs> condom like ready to go Boy. flaccid like it was, it was just like laying next to him with a condom like just unwrapped too like just like a loose condom just out on the bed already. What, a <laughs> what a move he was like I think probably trying to do like god did you ever see How I Met Your Mother the naked man it's like this thing there's this episode of How I Met Your Mother I can't believe I'm admitting to the world that I've watched every episode of that show um, but it's like it's like a move that like two out of three chances it works and this is like of course before like it became like really not okay to just like get naked <laughs> but there was like, a time in history when it was all right <laughs> it was never all right but now it's like fully just not <laughs> but this guy was just like fully naked passed out and so and i was very drunk too not to the point of being like blacked out and I remember vividly thinking like I need to get out of here because he was in Pilsen I was in Andersonville at the time <laughs> and he like see I would have said done on that date I would have been like this is not gonna work for us well we like <laughs> met in the middle at some uh place in like Wicker we met at um god bangers and lace on division and like then he and like it was going well at that point and he was like do you want to go back to my place and I was like well yeah this actually will work out nicely because I class the next morning at UIC so like Pilsen's pretty close there I was like yeah and if it goes well and I sleep over um this is why you never expect it to go well (laughs) especially if they live that fucking far but he lived super far and I was like I'm not fucking sleeping here and so I like got (laughs) I took his phone out and I like tried to like get onto Uber from his phone it didn't work his like thing was locked and so and this was before, like, the face recognition. It would be actually psycho if I, like, went up to his face and, like, tried to <laughs> so bad. Pull his eyes open. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I grabbed his wallet and I put his credit card, card info into my Uber account. <laughs> and got, like, a limb, like, a SUV, like, black <laughs> Uber, like, from Pilsen to Andersonville. Ended up being, like, 80 bucks like to get myself home 
And then the next day, um, Uber, like, flagged my account, and I called them, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, like, I was really drunk last night, this, like, really kind guy, like, put his credit card information, this is, like, the psycho shit that I would do when I was drinking, and it's, like, why I don't drink anymore, is <laughs> because of <laughs> events like this, <laughs> um, but, like, I, yeah, I'm sorry, like, he, he, like, got, he was really nice, and he put his credit card into my account, and they're like, oh, yeah, do you remember his name, and I, like, so I like told them his full name and they definitely like let me back into my account but I don't know if they like ever like reversed the charge but I did never see him again which is <laughs> great imagine just when he woke up in the morning completely naked with the like bare condom next to him and then an $80 charge on his card he probably didn't know because he was like he was like definitely like well wealthy like he was like one of those dudes who's like my friend is Chance the Rapper's roommate saxophone player. Like, <laughs> Our live story is from Elise Fernandez. Elise is a contributing writer to Cards Against Humanity, and this was recorded in September of 2019. Here's Elise Fernandez. Um, it was Christmas Eve Eve 2014 uh, and at the time I was in a bit of a bad place I, to let you guys know now I'm a very different person now okay I like go to bed at 1030 I'm really fun um, <laughs> just like so crazy I don't know why I'm like so scared I feel like you guys are just gonna mob me if I do something wrong um, so many of you. okay <laughs> It's like I've never done this before. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mom. Um, okay, so 2014, Christmas Eve Eve. I had, it, the week this, the week that this happened, my I lost my job, uh, my phone had gotten stolen, and I was like part of a major grab bag with all of my friends and had to like buy gifts, and that's like where all my money went. So I went to go do this grab bag with my friends, and because you know, I can't disappoint the Secret Santa. And, um, and I show up and we had a couple glasses of wine. We had friends that were in from out of town. And we decided to go to Archie's. Have you guys ever been to Archie's? Yay! It's a del delicious little neighborhood bar that allows dogs. Very cute little establishment. I used to live on the same block with all of these people that I was with in the same building. So we're like having a little reunion at the bar. There was two other people in the bar besides us, okay? And the bartender was a friend of all of ours, and she's like, come on guys, come take a photo by the sign for us. Like, we wanna get a picture of all of you. So everyone that was in the bar jumped in. Also something to note about the people that I was with, I was with a friend, a couple of friends, this group of friends is a very like sensitive, they're all florists, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they're all like very kind, gentle people, they're like jolly, you know? And I'm like, ah, crap bag. <laughs> that, I was like, we don't hang out anymore. Um, <laughs> not only because of this story, but mostly because of this story. So. Um, yeah, friendship is hard. Uh, <laughs> so I, we're at the bar and we asked these two guys that had jumped in the photo, we took a couple photos with them, and my friend who had a big mustache, not important to the story, just because I saw yours, um, he had this big, <laughs> he had, it is kind of a important story, he had a mustache and he goes to the guy, he's like, hey guys, 
we just want to get a group of our friends. Can we get one shot without you? Very kind, very polite, very florist. And, and they were like, fuck you, man. And we're like, okay, not the energy we're coming in here with. All right. And uh, he's like, sorry, dude. Like, we just want one photo. And he's like, fuck you and your stupid little mustache. Okay. So at this point, I'm getting a little fired up because I love that mustache and that man that it's attached to. So I just kind of like got, went to the bar, got a drink. I was like, fuck these guys. We'll just walk away, whatever. It'll cool down. Maybe they'll leave soon. A friend, another friend that I was with went to the bar and bought them shots and walked over as like a peace offering. Very kind, very florist, right? None of us in this room would probably do this. Uh, <laughs> Okay, we can all make that about ourselves. It's good to know ourselves. Um, and so she walked over with the shots, and I turned around to see this guy just pour both shots out in her face. Thank you. Okay, we don't waste alcohol like that in this city. That's rude. Rude. So now I am fucking pissed. Like, I'm 5'11, I like was 6'3 all of a sudden. You know what I mean? He's like, no! Not my gentle warriors! <laughs> so I walked up to this man, thank you for the snort, and... <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> doubling down on the snort, oh that! Oh, my ear just popped from your snorting. Okay, um... <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I walked up and I was like, hey man, what the fuck is your problem? And he's like, fuck you, you fat bitch, thank you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I used to get into a lot of fights, okay? I'm not afraid of like punching a man in the face. It's not like a thing. do now, because like, I usually have long nails on, they're very expensive, um, I'm not gonna do that, but I did get into a lot of fights, like my early 20s were mostly like blackouts, punching someone in the face and then apologizing the next day, or not, you know? So I, I watched this guy and he's like, fuck you, you fat bitch, and I was like, hey, you dumb motherfucker, fuck you, I've never even seen you here before, like I'm the mayor of Iowa Street. <laughs> did that thing that you do when you're about to start a fight, and I threw my drink in his face. Thank you. It was a very powerful move. He had lunged at me right before. I was like, no, and then, stay back. I was hoping he would like melt or like poof into a glass of smoke, you know what I mean? Just like Axe body spray fills the room. That didn't happen. So my friend, one of the kind ones, stepped in and was like, no, 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 we're not gonna start this fight. And he pushes her out of the way and comes after me and I like move out of the way of him and then a shot glass comes flying at my face and broke my nose. Oh, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> She's in this now. shock thing that happens, you know, when like your face gets shattered. So I just turned around to the bartender, like I was gonna order another drink, and blood is just pouring out onto the bar. And she's like, go to the bathroom. And she's like trying to 
like settle this. What happened as soon as the shot glass hit my face was that uh, the one of the florists, not the one with the mustache, went flying into this guy and just like took him down and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. very cool, very, very cool. Uh, I run to the bathroom and my nose is like this on my, I know, it looks so good now. Uh, thank you. But it was like sideways on my face and I thought it would be a good idea to be my own cut man in this moment. <laughs> and try and just go like, That was not a good idea. Uh, it was not. It was not. It was not a good idea. Uh, I let out like this loud, like. Ah! <laughs> but there's like so much adrenaline, right? So much shock. I'm so fucking mad. Like my friends were in town from Portland. She had just moved there. She's like in town. I was so sad. Like this ruined this fucking night with these two piece of shit dudes. And I just like doubled down on my anger and I came flying out of the bathroom. And, they, and, and the bed, while I was in the bathroom, the bar has been destroyed. Like tables are broken. There are pool cues in the wall. There are casualties. Like in this ripped shirt, everyone's like, gentle souls by just being like, I will defend you. And then they have to defend me. Classic Elise. Okay, so, ew. Uh, <laughs> so I come flying out of the bathroom and the two guys who had fought with us, who signed up for the story, were brothers, okay? They were the Flemings. The Fleming brothers. If you know them, you tell them I say, go fuck yourself, you little bitch ass. Flemings, okay. <laughs> But my nickname in this group was Fussy Hussy, and so I had used to do this thing, uh, to ask about it later, but I, I won't answer your questions. Um, <laughs> so they were like, Fussy versus the Flemings for like weeks in the group chat. That obviously was not a necessary tag. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I come out of the bathroom to these two, they see my face and they were like, <gasps> like fully pulled in, and then they just like beat it, right? Police have been called, things happen, the police show up. It is the night before Christmas Eve, okay? I'm from here, this is where my family lives in Chicago, I'm from here, from right down the street, and my parents have a huge Christmas Eve party every year. So now my friend has to call my mom, because of course my phone is dead, she has to call my mom and be like, hey, this is Fernandez, this is Sarah. Um, Elise is in the hospital. We had an incident. <laughs> and they took me to a Norwegian hospital, which if you haven't been there, because it's right, it was right there on the Californian. Okay, so I'm, ask, I'm answering your question. <laughs> like, if everyone cares, I can hear you. <laughs> so my parents are running into the hospital. A rat like runs in front of my mom. My mom's like, woo, we gotta go. I'm in a room, I'm like talking to the police, I have to like give like several multiple statements, which is like very fucked up. And uh, they put us in a room and there was blood 
on the floor, but didn't belong to me. I was just there. <laughs> so they give me a CT scan and I have to get pushed down this hallway with a, a wheelchair with a squeaky, like squeaky wheel down like a dark hallway to the one CT machine they have at this hospital. I go in there, whatever. I get, but me and my parents were there till like five in the morning. We come home. I am now totally black and blue, like big fuck puffy eyes, just like on so many painkillers. And the next day is Christmas Eve. My grandmother had dementia. So it was a long Christmas Eve for me. Just explaining this story over and over. I'm like a lot of Vicodin. And then my cousin just was like sneaking me old fashions. So I was just like, another thing. nose fixed on New Year's Eve. The following weekend, I did so much cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin this fucking nose. Fucking murder me via my nasal passages, please. <laughs> About six months later, I had to go to court. And because, fun thing about this situation, and I will leave after this, is that, um, one of the Fleming brothers, the one who threw the shot glass at my face, great name, by the way. Um, thank God it didn't hit me in the eye or the temple. Um, be a different kind of story. A lot sadder. Or a eulogy. Um, <laughs> was AWOL from the Navy. Because he wanted to be with his family for Christmas. And also, like, commit some domestic violence. <laughs> That's what they framed it as anyway. I don't think that that's true, but whatever. I'm not a lawyer. I didn't go to college, so this is why I got my nose broken in a bar fight. Um, <laughs> I knew my dad was right. <laughs> uh, and I had to go to court, and like, I got, I was so pissed off at the whole situation, right? And I kind of harbored all of this anger for like a long time. And so in the courtroom, I kind of like let them have it. And it was not good. <laughs> and I was blamed for the entire incident. Yeah. <laughs> because I started with a drink and apparently it's the same level of force as throwing a fucking shot glass at someone's face. It's not, you're right, we're right. We should be doing more important things, but instead we're a room full of baristas, okay? so. Like, <laughs> it's just something to consider, guys. <laughs> I had to deal with the repercussions of that incident for a long fucking time because it affected the way that I treated my friends, it affected the way that I hang out in public, it affected the way that I speak to strangers. And like a major part of that was the PTSD that came after the fact. Like one time I was on the train and there was a little old man trying to get to the door and I didn't see him. And then he walked right over me and I said, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Not an appreciated move for the elderly. <laughs> Definitely shaved a couple of days off that guy's life. I will say that for sure. Okay, that's gonna be it for me. My name's Liz Fernandez.
you've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Becca Brown. Yeah, I'm going to be filming a movie called Bad Animal all next month, and that is going to be really fun. Um, but my Insta and Twitter are at Becca Julia Brown. B-E-C-C-A-J-U-L-I-A-B-R-O-W-N. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ladylike Chicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.